make your days a little bit brighter and the weight of the world a little bit lighter. Giving you a direct perspective through the lens of how I see the world. Get the inside scoop on some of the coolest locals I've met here in Santa Barbara, Barbara. So sit back, back, relax, check out Liz, get down to Liz. Tingstrom. Tingstrom, okay. Mm-hmm. Can you spell your name for me? It's M E G A N. And then your last name? Tingstrom, T is in Tom, I N G S T R O M is in Mary. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> it's Swedish. <laughs> it is. It, are you Swedish? No, I'm not fully Swedish, but yeah, the name comes directly from Sweden. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, Megan, where were you born and where were you raised? I was actually born in Santa Barbara mm-hmm. at Cottage Hospital, mm-hmm. and my parents built a house here, and they, when they got divorced, my mom actually moved to Santa Maria with me, mm-hmm. and that's where she's from, Santa Maria. Okay. And my dad stayed here and rented a house in Summerlin, California, mm-hmm. so I split my time. I would go to school and stay with her in Santa Maria, and then I would go to Summerlin during the summers and okay. hang out with my dad. That's so cool. And I know that you have started a new little business mm-hmm. in Summerlin called yeah. Red Kettle Coffee, a little coffee shop. So how did that all come about? I think with my dad, um, he owns Tinkers in Summerlin, a little burger diner. Best, best Best, best burger place, guys, <laughs> in Summerlin. Awesome. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's always owned that. It's actually going to be his 30th anniversary uh, next month. Uh-huh. So hopefully this, sometime this year they're going to have some big party. Like yeah. A whole block party in Summerlin. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So it's always been there, and I kind of always felt like I – th- I guess it's just one of those things where you just know – in your heart that you want to own your own business yeah it's not, like it's kind of like how you can try to explain like falling in love you yeah can't, you can't really you just like know it's there mm-hmm. um so in high school and stuff I knew I wanted to do art and just be creative so I kind of followed that path of trying to figure out how can I be creative and make money so yeah. I decided to go to college for art direction mm-hmm. in graphic design and did a bunch of different corporate jobs, but there was always that nagging, like, how can I make, how can I own my own business? And I thought maybe I'd own, like, a retail shop. Mm -hmm. And then with online shopping and um, really you would need a really good um, place that got a lot of foot traffic. Yeah. And I was in the Bay Area and just 
from the moment I got there, it's like every day it was like a dollar more expensive to be there. Oh, uh, yeah. So I thought there's just no way I could even pull something off like that here. Yeah. Um, so it kind of led into actually maybe I'm I'm very passionate about beer, actually. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe I would own like kind of a beer microbrewery uh-huh. um, bar. Uh-huh. But then I was... I was like, then I'd have to deal with drunk people. <laughs> and, and you don't want to deal with drunk people. <laughs> yeah. And then with with most pubs um, comes food. Yeah. If you really want to make money, you uh-huh. really should be serving food. Uh-huh. And I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to own a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of came about when my dad called me and said, I know you want to own your own thing trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and Summerlin has been without a coffee shop for almost a year now yeah I know it's horrible yeah so yeah. the whole community was like what's going on um Cafe Luna was their cafe for mm-hmm. a really long time yeah and um they got shut down so uh. uh the space that's two doors down from Tinker's my dad's place became available yeah and it just was empty and he was like, this would make a great little little coffee, coffee shop. shop. So was it your dad's idea or like... It, it was initially his idea, yeah. yeah. When he called me and told me that, and, and you have to understand, my dad is a, is a big, big dreamer. Yeah. Like, big ideas. Yeah. Um, he's very creative, very hardworking, uh-huh. um, always has like the next plan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I probably kind of get that from him a little bit. I'm always, I've never stayed in one place for more than a couple years. I'm always on the next thing. Yeah. Um, So when he mentioned that, I kind of was like, oh yeah, dad, sure, sure, you know. Uh And then I got off the phone with him and I I say to my boyfriend, I say, am I crazy? I think this is a really good idea. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Like why not? So you did you live in the Bay Area at the time when he mm-hmm. was he called you? Yeah. So did you move down here to open the shop? Yep. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it went from, you know, okay, Dad, to okay, how do we make this work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do we do this? And at the time, I had been at Shutterfly.com up in the Bay Area, uh-huh. which is an online retailer of like cards and stationery and photo books. Mm-hmm. I'd been there for five years. I knew I was at that point where I was like, okay, I need something to, to change. Yeah. I need something to happen. And Dan, my boyfriend, he had been in the city for almost three years. He was kind of like, he never fell in love with it. Yeah. So he was like, like, let's do it. Yeah. I was a little nervous about him because I'd grown up in this area. Mm -hmm. So I knew what kind of to expect. Yeah, because it's like slower than the Bay Area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he had moved from like the Chicago area to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So I was a little like, okay, um, this is very like beach. Yeah. Sunny. Um. He wears black. <laughs> like, that's his wardrobe. Um, so when he... He was actually the one that really pushed me. He was like, I, I think you really need to... Do that. To do this. Like, yeah. it, like follow, follow as far as you can, mm-hmm. you know? So then the next steps were, okay, how do we get the money? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, 
So that was probably like a three month stress case yeah. of emotions of like, okay, now that we have this great idea, um, how do we secure the money? Yeah. And within that time, um, I needed to figure out what coffee I was going to serve. Yeah. And my dad actually, like, I don't know, I think it was 20 years ago, um, had a hot dog cart um, off, not on State Street, but one of the side streets of downtown State Street. Um, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. he, his, co- his hot dog cart was right next door to a coffee shop. And the coffee shop uh, was Gayla Moore, who owned and operated and roasted her own beans. Mm-hmm. And they would exchange hot dogs for drinks. Yeah, that's it. And cute. so he he says to me, "You should, we should try to get a hold of Gayla, and because she owned a coffee shop, and she could kind of give you some advice and see if this would be worth doing." Mm-hmm. And so I call her up, and she's like, "Actually, I've been roasting for the last." I want to say 15 years. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah. But, um, she's like, I, I don't know the shop anymore, and um, I just want to roast, and that was my passion, and so I've been roasting, and come talk to me. So I go talk to her, and she's this amazing human being. Yeah. Um, like, I want to be related to her. I want yeah. to be like my aunt. <laughs> And she gave me a bunch of coffee samples, and we talked shop, and I just felt more and more like, yes, like this, this feels, is coming this yeah. feels right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have the, the, the drive to yeah, do this. For sure. There's the space available. Uh-huh. Here's this amazing woman with amazing coffee, and she's allowing me to do my own line. Mm-hmm. So we have our own label. Our coffee is actually labeled Red Kettle Coffee. Um, so did you have to like? So you obviously learned from her to make coffee, right? Like all the all this your coffee that you made, you learned from this woman. That yeah, you, okay. yeah. So yeah, I don't. I didn't have any coffee experience. Oh I'm, really? I have a huge passion for coffee yeah. and tea. And if if you if you talk about I guess it's kind of the same as when people talk about wine. Yeah. Like, oh, the, the, you know, you can taste the notes and yeah. you get all, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's your passion. Is yeah. The, the coffee. So yeah. I, but I've never worked in a coffee shop before. Okay. Um, so, but it's weird. I just had this confidence. Yeah. I don't know where and it comes from. And you just did it just all out of the blue <laughs> and open a coffee. That's awesome that you I did just, that. I just was like. This needs to happen, and I, I love the idea that the community really needed it. Yeah. And that was part of my other goal of opening a business was when I started playing around the, with the idea of opening, like, a retail shop, I wanted it to be also, like, a community center mm-hmm. in a way. Like, let's do some art classes, um, maybe, uh, like, offer handmade goods, like, yeah. some sort of community involvement Mm -hmm. so the coffee shop i really feel like connects all that especially when there isn't one already in town yeah so it becomes kind of that hub yeah and i just like i was like this is that's exactly like what i've been thinking of but didn't realize that that's what it needed to be yeah exactly (laughs) and i saw in your um i saw in your shop that you had like little uh coffee candles 
Mm-hmm. And so is that you made those, right? Yeah. 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 How did you make those? So <laughs> how did you make those? I had the idea. Um, Gala actually had all this extra beans, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Do you mind if I grab like they're kind of like the dud beans, I yeah. guess, like beans she couldn't sell." Yeah. And she gave me this huge bag of beans, and I started thinking about like, "What can I do with these beans?" Uh huh. And um, I wanted to be able to offer coffee themed or something along the lines of coffee in the shop. Yeah. So. I came up with the coffee candle, and um, of course they're in little mason jars. I know, it's so cute. <laughs> and I wanted some, to offer something handmade, local, that also encompassed yeah. coffee. Um, they're different. The smells, um, the smells happen to be, you know, coffee flavored because mm-hmm. you don't want like smells to compete with like what you're doing. In yeah, the shop. Ex- exactly. So it's hard to find people that make things that, um, one, like they don't overpower smell-wise. Like Uh it'd be awesome to carry like soaps and lotions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people hand make that stuff, but then you get the competition of smells. Yeah. Um, And then also the other thing, it's like there's a lot of jewelry makers here, but I can't keep my eye on the jewelry. Exactly. So. I searched high and low because we have a little section and I want to make sure it stays like local handmade mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's really hard to to find people that don't make jewelry or, jewelry or, or stuff. lotion or soap yeah <laughs> so so um, with the with the candles and stuff do you just allow if someone comes in and wants to sell something like locally like a local person comes into red kale coffee and wants to sell something do you allow them to sell it in your store is that what you so right now um i i do have a few people doing consignment okay so i have jennifer ringer um from coastal moon arts Mm -hmm. and she has her little um handmade pottery pots Mm -hmm. um they're really cute check Mm -hmm. her out um and she also has uh she she also was our first artist in our gallery space Mm -hmm. so she's also a painter we're we're changing the gallery spaces the gallery space is kind of right when you walk in Mm -hmm. um we have kind of this kind of lower ceiling yeah when you walk in and then uh a counter and in that space is uh the wall spaces for our, our gallery that we're going to be switching local artists every two That's months. That's so awesome. Yeah. So will it be just local Summerlin people or just local Santa Barbara? We'll probably go from Ventura to probably San Luis Obispo. Okay. Um, right now. So Jennifer, who just finished her show, actually. Yeah. She uh, is in Santa Barbara. Uh-huh. And last, what was it, last night? Two nights ago? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was last night. I don't know what day Last I night was <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. So last night um, we actually um, changed out. So we have two photographers. Uh-huh. Um, they're a couple, Donnie and Alexis, and they have their photography up. And it's very um, beach kind of water-centric. Yeah, is that already in the store now? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so I'll see it on Saturday. Yeah, okay. so 
they're actually having some friends come by on Saturday morning for their little reception. Okay. Um, so it, it's just really cool to see. I was I was a little sad to see Jennifer's artwork go because it was just very playful and fun and colorful, mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like it was meant to be in the shop. Yeah. And a lot of people thought that was the artwork for the shop. I don't think a lot of people didn't realize it was going to be like changing, changing and revolving, you know, gallery space. Yeah. Uh, But the reaction, the reaction from people just today walking in and seeing new art was was really awesome because they're like, oh, this is a gallery. Yeah. This is really cool that, you know, the shop's supporting local artists. Artists, Yeah. And then. Then I got to meet Donnie and Alexis, who are great people, which I might not have met, you know, otherwise. Mm-hmm. And their friends came in the other day as well, and I got to meet them. And so then they'll have more friends come on Saturday, and I just feel like that's exactly the kind of community, you know, thing that, that you want. That I think the shop needs. You yeah, know, is like more people get to come and hang out and appreciate, you know, artwork and. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully maybe they'll get, you know, some work from it or, yeah. you know, and. So um, how do you, how do you advertise for that? Or do you, cause how do people know that you, you can, they can do that? At first I was just telling people like whenever someone mentioned artwork or anything, I said, Oh, just so you know, this is actually a gallery space and I'm looking for artists. And I had a lot of people say, Oh yeah, I would love to show my artwork. And I'd say, okay, mm-hmm. well. Let me see your art, and I have a little sign-up sheet. We can sign you up. You okay. Know? But then it nobody ever it you know followed through. Yeah. So I actually posted a little thing on Instagram. Yeah. Saying calling all artists, like I'm looking for you know there's new artwork, new artwork. And stuff. Yeah. And now I'm booked until October. That's <laughs> within awesome. within three days. Jeez. So is it? And you said is it every month that you revolve? Every two, two months. months. Every two yeah. months. Wow, till October. Yeah. So I felt like it was important to give an artist two months. Yeah. Um, the amount of work that goes in to show your work and um, getting your work either framed or mounted, mm-hmm. um, putting your pieces together. Yeah. Uh, uh, that amount of work, I just feel like needs more than just 30 days to show. Yeah. Um, I might have to change that next year if I have a lot more artists exactly. interested because yeah. I want to get as many people to In be the... able to show their work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see. This this year is basically like a trial run, right? Yeah. You're just trying to kind of get in the groove and see what works, see what doesn't work. Exactly. And, I mean, you just opened a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you definitely, like, there's obviously room to grow and yeah. everything. And your coffee's amazing. Thanks. I love it. <laughs> what is it? The ch- the spi- the chai tea, but you do it spicy or something? We the- have <laughs> we have so many. Ch- I'm like a huge chai fan. Yeah. Um. So we actually so we have four different chais available. Um. One is the loose leaf chai. Yeah. Uh, all of our teas are hand blended by my roaster. Oh, wow. So we have just the loose leaf chai, which is great. Uh-huh. And then we have two different um, concentrates for chai lattes. Yeah. One of is one is a traditional chai and one is a spicy chai. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <spicy>. <laughs> yeah, I know. You like the spicy. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
So those are really great because I really felt it was important to find a concentrate for the latte that wasn't like just packed with sugar. I know. I, and, the but you want it to be a little sweet. Yeah, and but not too much, you yeah, know? And yeah, and everybody, and this is also the thing with the shop is I didn't want to just offer things that you could just get at the grocery store or get at Starbucks or... Yeah. Get it, coffee bean and tea leaf, um, or I mean, even like Lucky Llama and Carp or French Press in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. uh, great shops. But I don't, I don't want to be that shop. I yeah. want to be my Your own, own store, my own thing. Yeah. So, um, like at Lucky Llama, they they serve organ chai, which is a great chai. But yeah. You can buy it at the grocery store. Yeah. Um, and I just, I wouldn't feel uh, excited about serving somebody something that I could just pick up at the grocery store yeah you just want to be like totally different totally different um so we actually serve sanctuary chai yeah which is a really small company out of colorado Uh uh-huh it's actually the i believe the one thing that we serve that's not local (laughs) um but i just loved it and because it's a small company and that felt good to me yeah, I you like serve. supporting like little yeah, companies. Yeah, I could support a small company uh-huh. and and they weren't oversaturating the market mm-hmm. with their product uh, here. I think there might be one shop in Ventura that carries them. I could be wrong, but... Yeah. Um. So, and at first, we they make the traditional and the spicy and I, I got both of them and I said, okay, well, we'll just offer both and then to see which one's more popular. And then we'll end up and just serving see. that one, you know. Yeah. Well, they're like they're even. They both. Like, they both sell really well, uh-huh. and it's it's really nice when you give the give a customer an option. They're like face lights up. They're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like I could do either, you know. Yeah. Um. So that's the latte, and then we also do big train for our blended uh-huh. that does have sugar in it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I felt like it was a good choice because when you're getting a blended drink, you are kind of wanting more of a dessert, mm-hmm. especially because we make uh, we hand make whipped cream. Mm-hmm. So, and then most so you of the time, do a lot of lot of hat like I hear what like what I keep hearing is it's a lot of like hand making like your, your loose leaf tea is handmade and your so all of it's like super like organic because it's like you right yeah 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 I, I think I, I think in my life in general I, I, I would always try to hand make my gifts and, yeah um, I feel like there's a craft involved and that gets lost when you when you go to like a Starbucks or a mm-hmm. coffee bean and tea leaf and I think there's always a time and place for those places when you're in a huge rush. Yeah. Um, uh, those work, you know, like when you're on a road trip and you have like five minutes to get off and go to the bathroom and grab something really yeah. quick. Like, yeah. That's totally okay. understandable, yeah. you know. But I think um, there still needs to be that craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think beer has really helped yeah. with that. The microbreweries are really... Um, you know going strong mm-hmm. and i think with roasting in in smaller coffee establishments i i think that kind of goes hand in hand like people are noticing that hey yeah it might be a tiny bit more expensive mm-hmm. but i'm it's you know the quality of it and is good is is better yeah and um i think 
the people that work at these places too are like genuinely happier because mm-hmm. they're also serving something that they've made yeah or someone else has made yeah and there's a certain pride that comes along with that exactly you know you're not just pushing a button so do you do you, do you see do you see yourself um working like behind in in the coffee shop or do you want to hire people and you kind of sit back and relax because you there every day yeah <laughs> i know so i'm there every day yeah <laughs> i'm there from let's see i'm there well when we first opened i was there at 5 a.m yeah um now i'm there at six because we changed our hours mm-hmm. to, to uh we're, we're open 7 a.m to 4 p.m right mm-hmm. now uh so I think I can only, I, I kind of joke, but I think it's really true. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like having a baby. Yeah, it you is know? your baby. Yeah, it's my baby. And yeah. um, I don't think I'm willing, ready to wa- walk away. Right. Now, uh, yeah. I think for the first year, I probably will be there every day. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not because I don't trust my employees or uh-huh. um I just worked really, really hard for a year to get open. Yeah. And I really enjoyed being there. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah. Like, it's a cute little coffee shop. It really is. I just really, I like talking to the customers. Yeah. Um, I like finding people a drink that they'll enjoy. Yeah. Um, there's always something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're working on getting matcha. What's matcha? It's, um, it's green tea, but it's, um, in a powder form. Okay. So it's got a really, a, like, a lot of really good things for you, like antioxidants, and you're getting, like, the full power of, like, green tea, but in, like, a powdered form. So mm-hmm. you can do, like, a matcha latte. You can put it in a blended. Um, a lot of places carry it. Um, yeah. I'm personally not a huge fan. <laughs> why, I, so why do you want it in the... Yeah. It's, it's a lot of people love it. Um, and we've got requests for it. And if mm-hmm. I'm getting requests, then I feel like I have to listen to my customers and, yeah. you know, find something. Uh, I love green tea. I just feel like matcha for me and my palate, um, just I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a local company that does matcha so i'm talking to her and um seeing what we can do to provide matcha so that'll be something to come to and figure out so and... there's always something to to do yeah um like i just ordered so right now we have two printed um menus uh-huh. but i ordered the same size but in a chalkboard so we're going to be we're have like a full-size chalkboard for specials mm-hmm. so That'll be really fun because right now our little specials board, I think you've seen it. It's like yeah. teeny. Yeah. And it's like to the side and it's like you might not see it unless yeah. you like look down. Yeah. Um, so on there right now is a rainy day latte, which Selena, my barista, one of my baristas, main baristas. Yeah. My girl. Um, she came up with. Oh, awesome. And um, we came up with the name together, so I guess, like, give me some credit there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's been so popular in the last few days. Oh, really? And I'm just really excited about that, because I kind of thought going into this that people might not be, like, they might be like, oh, I know I like a latte, that's it. I'm getting a latte. 
or I, I know I like a cappuccino, mm-hmm. that's it. And I did this menu, um, you've probably seen, the one that's right in front of the cash register that has, like, the drawings of the cups. Yes, yes, yeah. So it shows you what the ratios are for the different drinks, like, for the difference between, like, a cappuccino and a latte. And, um, and so many people have saw that, and they're like, I didn't even know. Like, I've just been ordering this drink because that's just, you know, what I... I thought I should be ordering and yeah I, I didn't understand I didn't know that I could get it that exact way that I'd probably want it you know so I'm like this is really cool because people are actually trying new things like the rainy day latte which is um, a little bit of hazelnut a little bit of mocha a little bit of cinnamon mm-hmm. um, and then we also have it's not a special but it's on our main menu and it's a brown sugar latte and a lot of places carry a brown sugar latte. Um, I'm a huge fan of it because at my particular place, mm-hmm. um, because the brown sugar we pour in the cup and we we do the espresso shot over it, and something about our espresso and the brown sugar just kind of just meet up and have a dance. Like yeah, they're like just really good. There's they just pair like really well. Yeah. Um. So that's been a really popular one that I've turned people on to because most people wouldn't be coming in and be like, I want a brown sugar latte. Like, it just would not happen. You're such a good little, like, business owner. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to find something like, that you like. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> sit, you sit, like, you talk, like, you take the time and the effort to, you know, get, like, like let people know about coffees. Because I'm one of those people that's like, I just heard that a latte is good, so can I just have, you know, yeah. like, I'm just one of, like, those lazy people that just, like, know just my teas and whatever i'm not really big on like the different types of coffees and stuff like that it's really cool that you interact with people because i think that it like it brings more of like a homey vibe that and that's what you're trying to bring right Mm -hmm. would you ever do um like art classes in there at do in red kettle like do like yeah, painting classes in that's there? actually on my list oh, really? <laughs> yeah yeah i would love to do um i kind of thought of the idea from they do those painting group activities where the ladies or you know gentlemen too yeah um will drink wine and, yes. and do the painting classes yeah. and yeah. there's like a place on state yeah. that does it and it'd be so nice yeah a little store yeah people, especially like, for people that want to drink tea or coffee yeah. instead mm-hmm. like they can come and um i've always been a huge i've taken like probably every craft class that you can imagine um knitting you could do knitting class you could do I, I personally do weaving. Yeah. So that would be kind of a fun like class to do. Um, painting. Uh, I thought once. So right now we don't have the back patio finished. So once we get the patio finished, I thought it'd be fun to do like potting classes, like or sucking vitrarium. Yes. Or that like, kind of like stuff. Like vibe. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I would really love to do a book club eventually. Yeah. Um, we have our little free library in the shop as well. And that's the idea is take a book, leave a book. Yeah. And it's so funny because a lot of people are like, wait, so I can take this? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like that's the idea. Yeah. Like, take the book, take it. You yeah. know, like I have so many people donate, which is awesome, but I have so many books right now. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I'm no complaints, but yeah. 
um, people are so hesitant to take because they don't have a book to leave. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, I say, first of all, so many books, don't worry about it. Um, but then also if you don't, if you can't bring a book back, then just play it forward. That's, that's just the idea of it. It's just donate a book somewhere else or, um, do something nice or once you're finished with it give it to somebody else exactly the idea is just a nice thing for the community Mm -hmm. and um i've always been an avid reader Mm -hmm. um when i was in the bay area i was part of the book club and um i think it's just a fun fun extra thing to do yeah um i've actually had a few people when i first opened they were like you know you could have put a table where that little free library is like and I'm like, yeah, but that, just having people sit there, I mean, there's plenty of places to sit. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of seating yeah. outside and yeah. inside yeah. and all of that stuff. How did you come up with the name Red Kettle Coffee? So, it it's actually... Red Kettle. Red Kettle. Red like, Kettle. Yeah, yeah, Red Kettle. Like yeah. a kettle that you make, you know, hot water in. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, well, okay, so this is kind of a funny story. Um, I went... It was actually one of the hardest things I had to do was figure out a name because um, I, I think I struggled over it for like at least three months. Yeah. Uh, like every day, like it was getting frustrating. Yeah. And um, my my boyfriend Dan actually said the saying randomly, not within the conversation of thinking of a name. He said, "Oh, that's the keck, the pot calling the kettle black." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, kettle." That's actually a good visual. Yeah. Um, and then my mom has a red kettle, mm-hmm. and I loved it so much that I bought myself a, a red, red kettle. kettle. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that's. And then of course I did, you know, the search of like, is there any other place called the red kettle? Yeah. Um, there is actually a diner called the Red Kettle somewhere on the outskirts of. LA I believe okay but it's called like the red kettle diner oh, I believe. Okay. and then there is a red kettle in uh, Britain yeah but other than that I, I really couldn't find anywhere else yeah because I didn't want to be like confused with somewhere yeah um, and I just felt like it it felt right because it kind of encompassed people I love yeah exactly and I felt like the image would be something that would I stand know, out it's really it's really well made and the red is like such a great yeah. color in general for yeah. food and um, and I just was like that sits really well with me uh-huh. and, um, my dad and I had the same idea to hang an actual red kettle out front yeah like the old like tea houses mm-hmm. would have like an actual uh, kettle. Yeah. So we came up with the idea to make it into the open sign. Yeah. So we had the local guy do, you know, open on this big red kettle. Uh-huh. And so I actually will put it out when we're open and, and, and take, take it, it in when you close. So when we're open, the kettle's on. Yeah. It's <laughs> so cute. And um, so do you live in Summerland? I live in Carpentry, actually. Okay. Yeah. I would love to live in Summerland, but... Is there nothing that... We rent, and we have a dog, so... Oh, okay. It was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, no complaints there. I mean, Carp is amazing. I know. It's a cute little town. I really love living there. Yeah. Because I was going to say, oh, do you live... Does your dad live in Summerland? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, he lives down down the road. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. But, um, wow. 
time flies when you <laughs> I'm like I when you we were we were discussing I'm like I can talk for forever like I really can some of my customers are like inching back like and you're like, so no, much. You're like, Wait, you I have so much more to tell I you have so much more to say but um uh Megan can we uh get your Instagram for your business or your or you um or do you have um Facebook, yeah, all of the social have... media aspects, let everyone know. Yeah, okay. So first off, I would love for you to come in Yeah. and I won't talk your ear off. You can come in and just look at the menu and order something. Um, so we're located at 2275A, Summerlin, okay. California. Yeah. It's a really easy on and off the freeway. Yeah. Um, I'm not joking. And there's always parking. Yeah. Uh, so that's where we're at. And you can follow us on Instagram at Red Kettle Coffee, mm-hmm. and as, and Facebook as well, Red Kettle, Kettle Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. And our website is Red Kettle Coffee. Okay. <laughs> and the website right now is very, um, you know, just very basic. Yeah. But in the next month, uh, we're gonna put a lot of work into it. Okay. And have a lot more information. Yeah. And hopefully get a calendar on there yeah. so we can really like do you like your little events and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the summer, we're planning a block party, um, and I really would like to do like a craft fair out in the parking lot mm-hmm. and um, Bonita um, and Bonita Beach down the street. A little, okay. little boutique wants to hook up with me and. And have booths down there and have booths where I am at. Yeah. And so there's just there's just so many things that we want to do. Yeah. And so, so that'll be the hub. Of yeah. Like. So if you guys want to know what's going on with this little red kettle <laughs> um, coffee shop, just go and follow. Follow it on Instagram and Facebook and check out the website. And if you go in. And see Megan, say hi. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I will see you guys next, well not see you, talk to you guys next week for another podcast. But I hope you enjoyed this one with Megan. And we will follow up with you in like, I don't know how many months and see like yeah. how business is going. See and if I'm like, don't come in. I yeah. hate you. No, just kidding. <laughs> all like your little events and your yeah. all this fun stuff that you are working on it will be interesting to hear about it, you know? Totally. But it's been real, guys. Um, <laughs> I'll speak to you guys soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>